0: hello again everyone and welcome back to the weekend and so far it looks like it's going to be a great weekend uh here in shy town the sun looks like it's out and about and shining and glistening and feeling pretty good and whatnot oh and welcome back to the style classic countdown for this weekend i am the east style as you know today is April 23rd, 2022, almost forgot the year, um, what we have for you, we're going back to this week in 79 again, for the, at least the third time in a couple of months, and we have a brand new number one for you once again, so we're going to cover that, um, no birthdays, to discuss no one you know no big names that you know everybody would know so we get a break from that good there are some things music wise i want to discuss with you there's a couple of goodbyes um as well to talk about um what else before we get started well i guess we can hit some music news any of you guys um I've talked with some of you already about uh, Coachella, the big uh, music festival going on out in the desert this year. That happens, it's happened pretty much every year for the last, I don't know, 10 or 15 years, maybe more. And it looks like a good time that they're having this year. People like Beyonce have uh, uh, been the headliners and, and whatnot and people of that nature. And um, this year, I I follow Coachella on uh, TikTok. You can follow them too, at Coachella, duh. And um, I don't know why, for some reason, especially for this old school player right here, as many of you know, it looks like it's a great time out there from what I could see from the past couple of weekends. Um, A lot of the people, some of um, the names... We may know, you know, a lot of the newer kids, some of them you may not know, but there's just a, it looks like they're stepping up their game a, a little bit this year. Um, you know, it, it's not like the festivals of yore, if you will, like in the 60s and, and all those, nor do they have to be. Even I have no trouble recognizing it's a different time from, uh, you know, from the 60s and... And and all that, but the kids are still out there, you know, and as an sort of an artist myself, I have to respect that. Sure, it's not still the musical taste that I may prefer, and some of you as well, but that's okay. It doesn't have to necessarily be a bad thing, and if there's anybody that you don't dig, you can always switch channels, switch uh, streaming services, these days, or whatever the case may be. But those those kids today are out there doing their thing. I, I think I saw Harry Styles out there doing it this year. And um, he duetted with uh, Shania on a song or two. That's a very interesting combination in and of itself right there. Let alone everything else that's going on out there. So hats off to the kids. Keep on doing what you're doing. And that just really fuels the fire for me and, uh, you know, getting my band together, which uh, we're working on. We want to have that same kind of energy that the kids are out there having right about now, and maybe even more so. So let's see. All right. Um, What's going on with uh, John Bon Jovi as of late? Uh, from what I'm understanding, uh, he's not cutting the mustard anymore uh, voice-wise, uh, I guess the tour, which is pretty much sold out, as it always is when it comes to Bon Jovi, and uh, John's just, um, John's been having a rough time from what I'm gathering, um, vocally, um, Fans have been complaining and I want my money back and all that other kind of noise. Um, I'm wondering if it's one of those things of, uh, you know, we're getting older because everybody's getting older and you got to perform those same songs and not everybody performs them the same way at the same time. And I'm wondering if it's just catching up with John in this case. And don't get me wrong, I'm not the biggest Bon Jovi fan personally they're not the worst band I've ever heard but they're not the best either um but it's just one of those and you never expect to hear this about John but I guess anybody that gets out there and does it has to go through this at some point and I guess it's all in uh taking care of your voice basically um which, as you singers know, you you must do. And I could sit here and preach to you all day, you know, stop drinking, stop smoking, stop doing this, stop doing that. But that's on you. That's on uh, the individual. Never having smoked myself, I couldn't tell you what that's all about. And I gave up drinking and drugs long ago myself. But then again, I'm, I'm not a singer. I write songs for others to sing. So... um, You know, there's that, and uh, let's um, send a special little something-something out to John. Let's hope he takes care of that, because I know the ladies still love themselves some John, and uh, who can blame you? He can look cute all he wants, but if he no longer has uh, the voice that he used to, the looks don't matter. Well, I shouldn't say that. Uh, looks do matter I guess just not as much as the voice John is known for that voice well he's known for his hair and his looks too and his songwriting and all that but without a voice to sing those songs you get nowhere so um, I don't know all the best to him and and to the band Uh, let's hope they can uh, pick it back up again alright we have some goodbyes, um, one very shocking one, the other two, not so much, but, you know, it's sad to see them all go, but there's memories for, um, all of the ones that we lose. Um, Jerry D. Set is not a name that, um, uh, everybody knows, but you may know his one and only big hit, always got played in Central Illinois, um... When I was a kid, from the moment it came out, and it still is. Uh, the song's called Mama Let Him Play. It's the one, you know, Mama Let That Boy Play Some Rock and Roll. Jazz is must be crazy. He can play it when he's old or something like that. That one, great song, great song. So great. I don't know why, but as a kid, I always thought that was uh, Van Halen <laughs> uh, growing up. And I guess Doucette had heard of a. Uh, comparisons to Van Halen as well because on that song he sounds just like Diamond Dave he did and to this day it still sounds like Diamond Dave it could be no well no it's not just me I just said other people I, I guess have I given him that too and according to him that was a, a compliment um, this um, may have been his only hit I know it's his biggest one if not his only but you know, it's still one of those what they call Midwestern classics, at least where I'm from in central Illinois anyway, and it's still a great one, and we're going to miss that guy. Um, I believe he had cancer. Well, not that it matters what how we lost him. He'll definitely live on in that song, and hopefully he will still keep on playing. Well, he will still keep playing every time you hear that song. Um another loss. This one was a little more shocking. Roderick Clark from the group um, High Five. Um, 91. And we all remember that annoying song. I like the way the kissing game. You kiss E when we're playing the kissing game. That song got so annoying because it got played all the time. Well, Roderick was a member of that group. The guy that sang on that song His name was Tony Thompson. We lost him a few years back as well due to um, an OD, I believe. But um, Roderick was another, like Thompson, was another original member. Um, They never said what happened to him. And, again, it doesn't matter. Um, But that was a little shocker. I think those guys are just a little younger than me. Uh, (laughs) So... um, uh, you know, um that was uh and and is still pretty sad. I guess high five are gonna continue on. Hopefully not still playing that song. <laughs> well no, I, I take that back. Uh if it's their big song, uh, they have to do it. Uh just like with Doucette Set and, and Mama Let Him Play. That was his um biggest one, if not his only. He does ha- he has to uh well he had to still do it and uh, just like with high five um if they keep uh, keep it going uh they will have to do that song whether we like it or not <laughs> um, so um it's goodbye to him another uh, veteran and this loss wasn't as shocking but you know still sad uh she went By the name of Cynthia Plastercaster. (laughs) Some of us know the history behind this one. Uh, Not a singer uh, in the traditional sense. But apparently, I'm sorry, I'm biting my nails here as we go. But Cynthia, um, of course, Cynthia Plastercaster Ain't her real name. Uh, I was surprised to find out she was born, I want to say, in Oak Park, a suburb uh, right here in Chi-town. And uh, how Cynthia got famous, and this may be disgusting for some of you, and I apologize ahead of time. Cynthia was known um, actually just for that, plaster casting. But it's what she plaster castered that sparked a uh, controversy. Um, she was known for taking um, <laughs> how do I do this discreetly <laughs> for somehow taking the penises if you will of uh, certain celebrities and turning them into um uh, uh Their own little statues, I guess, if you will. Uh, She didn't limit herself to just guys. Um, One of her later works was with uh, Karen from the Yeah, Yeah, Yes. (laughs) I love that name. Don't ask why. Because I don't know. And um, um, as far as the more famous names, Hendrix was, uh, I think, her most celebrated work. Zappa. Zappa. I guess was early uh, client if you will what do you call are these guys clients it never said anything about her kicking it with any of these people but she had to have done well no she didn't have to have done something with these people to know what to sculpt if you will with their penis sizes but (laughs) I feel weird bringing this up. But um, that's what she did. And I guess she got so good at it. um, There's been songs about her. Kiss um, has a um, Cynthia Plastercaster tribute, if you will, on one of their albums. I want to say the Love Gun Gun album. Um, Don't quote me on that. I'm sure it's out there somewhere for you to hear if you already don't know it. Some of us do know the story. But um, that's her. She uh, she was 77, I believe. Um, well, for Kiss to have dedicated a song, maybe they were a client as well. Jean, of course, uh, probably got the most loving, if you will, at the time than probably any other Kiss member all of them put together. All the rest of them combined. And Gene would probably know. We will just leave it at that. And let's get to the music, all right? Um, enough with the nasty stuff. But, yeah, it's only rock and roll, I guess. Um, besides, I'm running over time here. This week in 79, as I said, a brand new number one. We'll get to that. We peaked. At number four with the Straits, but now it drops from four to ten. And it's Sultans of Swing. First one we got from them. I wonder if they ever met Cynthia. Oh, Okay, I'll, I'll leave Cynthia alone. Uh, number nine, my favorite Chic song, I Want Your Love. La Freak, uh, I think, was still in the top 40. I didn't catch all of that. But that's okay. La Freak comes down, a former number one. And I Want Your Love climbs up. Eight, a former number one from uh, the Bee Gees and its tragedy, which I think we've discussed all three of the weeks in 79, if I remember right. Um, Spirits Having Flown returns to the number one album position as well. Good job, Gibb boys. Um, A couple of duets. In the top ten. And actually they're back to back here. Seven. We're stumbling in. It's Quattro and Norman. Um, Was she an influence on me? Bass playing wise. I don't think I've ever heard much of her records. Besides stumbling in. And I doubt that she wrote that. Norman may have. I, I don't know. But um I, I'll admit this. She looked good doing it. If not much else. uh Quatro's another one of those people. Hey, when are we going to get her into the Hall of Fame as well? Well, maybe one day. Uh, you got another. Speaking of that, you got another week to get your votes in rockhall.com. And they'll show you what to do. Duran Duran, by the way, I believe is still the top uh, vote getter for uh, this year's uh, Hall of Fame. Eminem, I believe, is not too far behind them so let's see uh, All six is the other duet of the two it's peaches and herb from quattro and norman to peaches and and they are reunited and it feels so good i could have sworn this was just number one but it's climbing up the charts maybe that's last year that i'm thinking of but it is on its way to number one five was last week's number one and it's the doobies Just recently, Hall of Famers themselves and What a Fool Believes, The Pride of San Jose. Yes, sir. Four, people hate this song, but I like it. Music Box Dancer by Frank Mills. I believe it's at its peak position. Great song. Sometimes you don't need words to say everything. Uh, Three, they're on their way to number one um, with their first one here, and it's Blondie and Heart of Glass. Two, my ex-wife was just asking about uh uh this lady here, Miss Gloria, at number two, with a former number one in her own right, still hanging in there with I Will Survive. Yes, sir. And number one, the brand new number one, Amy Stewart and Knock on Wood. Now for my generation, of course, this is the version that we grew up on. Many of us know that it had been done before. Um, actually, in 66 by Eddie Floyd, who co-wrote the song with Steve the Colonel Cropper. Yes, Steve the Colonel Cropper from the Blues Brothers Band, as many of us know. But way before all of that, Steve was working with Otis. He was working with Eddie here and a couple of other people. Songwriting, guitar, guitaring, get, get, yeah, well, yeah, guitaring—that's the word. Playing guitar, there you go, and producing um, with a lot of people from the Stax label, of which Eddie was one of them, of which Otis was one also. Um, Steve helped Otis do "Dock of the Bay," and um, '66. I meant to look up how high that got um, on the charts. I don't. I think it hit number one because I would have known, you know, I followed these things. So I should, I would have known already. But Amy did better with her version than um, Eddie did. Uh, Miss Amy, like Miss Gloria, is still around. Amy has been living in uh, Italy since um, the mid '80s. Um, I guess somehow, some way, in Italy and all the rest of uh, Europe and all that in the U.K. Um, music is more universal there than we have in America. I think it's pretty universal here, but I ain't never been nowhere, so I wouldn't know unless I do my research. And I did on Miss Amy. She still releases albums, but mostly in Italy and in um, England. Um... never said anything about her ever being married or is married or having a family or anything like that so perhaps she's been single all this time and nothing wrong with that that's okay but she's uh, still active out there out that way in the music business and all and still doing her thing and like we said before no doubt still doing that song um this one isn't annoying per se. It wasn't in seventy nine. Well, it might have been a little bit in seventy nine because it was again played all the time, and I remember it well. But that's okay. Um, her that's I believe her only hit in America. She's had a couple of more since then in the UK and in Italy, um, where, as I said, she moved to and is there now. So. That's all we have on Miss Amy. And that's all we have for this week in 79. I'll be with you tomorrow for the 80s countdown. Which we're just a few months away from when you look at this week in 79. But it depends on the year also. And we'll find all that out tomorrow. All right, guys. We will see you then. And you'll hear from me then. Thank you all for listening. Any requests, uh, hit our Facebook group, E-Style Classic Countdown. Or you can find me. You can message me. I'm on TikTok. I I swore I was going to get back on TikTok to promote the ESCC more. And I said I was going to do that, and I will. Probably starting tonight. So uh, we'll take care of that. Um, Again, any requests? You know what to do. All right, we'll catch you tomorrow for the 80s countdown. Until then, of course, as always, Notorious Biggie Style, telling you to put your hair up and square up. All right, we will catch you tomorrow.